0: Hello, and welcome. Before we start on our show, I ask that you join me on a brief meditation. Check that you are on Wi-Fi. Relax your shoulders. Close your eyes. Just breathe. At the time of recording, the full moon is behind us. The oceans have settled, the animals have calmed, the lunar eclipse is over. It is time to put balance back into your soul. Just breathe. Snow is tumbling slowly down, spinning and swirling before landing on the soft, frosted ground. Even our barn cat is sitting by the fire, fast asleep and purring away. Just breathe. It's beautiful weather outside for your favorite hot drink. Have a cinnamon coffee, or a toasty cocoa, or a spiced tea. Snuggle down in some fleece and relax. Just breathe. Now, open your eyes, and welcome to Pacific Coast Pagan. On our last podcast episode, you met me. You learned who I am, where I'm from, my background, why I have a weird accent. You learned our posting calendar, what our podcast is mostly about, why we're doing this, and we discussed our self-care theme of the month. But this episode, I have been looking forward to so much. In this episode... I am going to introduce to my co-host, David Lewis.
1: Hello, hello, hello.
0: Now, I do have some basic interview questions. This episode will be more focused on learning who we are once again. But I'd like to have a full episode since I got to hog it's the last one. number two. Yeah, I got to hog the last one. You can have this one. Gotcha. So I'll ask you some questions and we can get good. going. How long have you been in Washington?
1: All my life, I was born and raised, traveled around the West Coast, from Alaska over to Montana, Utah, Idaho, Nevada, Wyoming, been been pretty much all over the West Coast.
0: Is this your favorite area of the West
1: Coast? Yeah, I would definitely say so. There's plenty to do and see in Washington, drive a few miles and you're at the beach, Drive a few miles the other way and you're up in the mountains. So being a practitioner in this region is phenomenal. There's a lot of entities that you could draw from from nature around here. And it's incredible.
0: It seems like while living in Washington is so much easier to be pagan in Washington than anywhere else, because not only do we have a ton of natural resources here, there is a much larger pagan base here and it's to me it's more accepted. Here. It seems like that.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Compared to other regions and other states that uh, we've both visited or been to and so it makes living this lifestyle and practicing this beliefs system a lot easier.
0: Absolutely. Could you give a brief description of what kind of pagan are you?
1: Oh, When I was younger, I leaned more towards Norse pagan, Scandinavian, Celtic uh, pagan, and I did so due to researching and understanding my family tree, basically, which led me into learning all aspects of paganism, occultism, different belief structures from around the world. Starting out, I was dominantly Norse pagan. Then approximately 10 years ago or so, I started to branch out and understand more of the, the world and explore different thoughts and different ideas along the pathway. So I would say having a Scandinavian Norse pagan viewpoint going about learning of other cultures...
0: Having that background really gave you a solid base to go forward with?
1: I would say so. More of an exploratory base than in my very early 20s. I soon realized the corpus hermetica um, the laws of the universe that I truly believe we should all understand. Along with that, that opened up Zen, Buddhistic practices... And the list goes on and on and on and on.
0: It's really an eclectic gathering of one person.
1: (laughs) I would say I always want to be a student. And I always want to learn from history. Adopt a practice unto myself that's true to myself. If that is different than others, then that is absolutely okay. That's permitted. That is... I believe the basis for any and all occultic, paganistic, Wiccan viewpoint is just creating the universe from your standpoint.
0: Absolutely.
1: So my fundamental basis comes from everything being a part of vibrational energies where everything in that we know of and i'm assuming everything that we don't know of comes from different frequencies vibrations take for an example a chair the only reason that it's a chair is because it's energy that's vibrating on a certain wavelength or that is creating a certain boundary of energy that you're interacting with along with what you give off and that includes thoughts to That includes everything and anything that you could imagine or perceive or have physically done or do physically is a form of energy manipulation and that is my basis and that is the well that I pull a lot of my energy from and a lot of my practices come from is transmuting different energies to produce a certain outcome.
0: To fit your goals and such?
1: To fit my goals, to answer questions I might have, it's very liquid as Mm -hmm. far as what you're able to do with energy manipulation, especially when practicing not only right-hand, center, or left-handed pathways.
0: What would you define as success in your religious practice?
1: When I was younger, success for me was the instant gratification that everyone wants and seeks when they're young and just getting into the lifestyle or just getting into practicing and everyone wants to see certain things, entities, or experience certain whiz-bang. That's, that's fine. That's Now that I have been practicing for a while, I've come to realize what things are and what true energy manipulation And and this is coming from my standpoint. Take what I say with a grain of salt. And I strongly encourage everyone to follow what feels right to them. Now, my success is more attributed to the outcome of my will and what my will can do and influence upon the world around me, which perpetuates and creates the world that I perceive. The mind is all, all is mental. That basically means since you're at the focal point of every thing that you sense and you take in through your senses and what you think and what you situations you find yourself in. You're creating the universe for yourself from your standpoint. So what might be right for me may not be right for you, and that's completely okay. What that does is just contribute to the all.
0: Mm-hmm. And especially when it comes to paganism, it is such a broad spectrum of things. It is absolutely...
1: Oh, there's no right or wrong way. There's so many different pathways that you pursue. The way that I like to look at it, it's a tree with many branches. You could look at that as the life tree of the universe, of the all is just a tree, and we are just finding different pathways to create that tree, which is everything around us. That being said, there's nothing right, nothing wrong. I always say follow your gut. Absolutely. With what you're practicing and if it feels right to you as long as no one gets hurt i say as long as it feels right to you the practitioner that is the right pathway for you to take
0: it's more some of the written creeds of as above so below as within so without mixed kind of with do what ye will harm none
1: Yeah. As above, so below, one of the many laws stated in the Emerald Tablets of Thoth, or Thoth, however you choose to pronounce, Corpus Hermeticum, and many other cultures. That being said, with however you choose to practice, that is...
0: Don't let people come along and just say
1: you're wrong about something. (laughs) Yeah, no. If anyone comes along claiming to be a guru or (laughs) some. master at anything or teacher because of
0: pop culture we want to cling on to idols so badly so desperately as to be led astray
1: yeah and we want yeah from ourselves because if you find a quote-unquote master of any sort of practice and you follow them and maybe subconsciously if things don't turn out right you can always blame the master that's teaching you Mm -hmm. That's one possible interpretation. How I like to perceive things is I like to consider myself a wolf that's hungry, climbing the mountain, always striving for more knowledge, more education in any of the streams of practice. All that does is increase my base and my energy output and the knowledge. Whereas some that may consider themselves this or that, that's okay.
0: And also, I I find as time goes by, these people who get to the rank of a master in something, especially something as close to each individual person as spirituality, they become so buried in their ways.
1: Yeah, and the ego takes over, and everyone likes to have the pat on the back, and everyone wants to feel like they're something higher than someone else, and that's...
0: And then we end up working our way around to exactly what we left because we were unhappy with whatever base faith was around at the time that we were integrated to by society, by the people around us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's sheep leading more sheep. When you allow another practitioner or someone claiming to be a guru or a master or anything like that to influence your own practices it diminishes what you're setting out to accomplish
0: not only that but it seems like you're separating your spirituality from yourself when you have these idols and the whole point of a lot of the paganism is being as close and following your gut instincts, the energy that you feel what you experience
1: yeah absolutely
0: separating yourself from that is just it's spiritual death
1: Think of it this way. Everyone starts from a position of not knowing into a position of knowing. That is the exact same position that any of these gurus or masters have always started at. Mm -hmm. So use power of deduction. If everyone starts out, even though the basis may be different, if everyone starts out without knowledge, progressing into knowledge, and when someone comes along and says, I've found the end of all knowledge, and I'm the, the master, they are cutting themselves off from the purpose of gaining knowledge. That's why it's, in my opinion, always important to stay the student. Always learn. And like I said, take with what I say with a grain of mm-hmm. salt. Um, Would you
0: say that your focus for this year is more on the journey of learning rather than Trying to teach others or trying to show others?
1: Ever since I started. Well, ever since I understood. I started from a place of not understanding. And when you have that spark that happens, it's almost like a a bell that just sounds off internally. And you all of a sudden realize aspects that you never realized before. When that happened to me... I realized that the place of true growth, for me at least, is as the student. As always learning, always adapting, always finding something new. So I would say that it's always been there. What I would say to anyone that is listening is that's where I'm going to come from, definitely, in this podcast, is
0: more to show what we have learned rather than try just to, to give say you
1: ideas. yeah, it's, it's simply just to give you ideas from experiences that I have had. What you do with those is what you choose to do with those and if you feel that something doesn't correlate with your own personal pathway then awesome, that's great it all adds to the all that so. is
0: definitely a sign of the path you're forging yourself whether you have to crawl it out
1: well, I've noticed that whenever you join large groups of practitioners in some sense, in some occasions, not, not every, everyone starts to become my, myopic and just focused on certain things, and then it's so easy for egos and personal desires or passions or...
0: Personal interests.
1: To get... Oh, yeah. To get involved. It's on the road to learning. So it's it's a sadly a, a necessary step that I think everyone has to go through. And,
0: necessary evil in personal growth?
1: Well, you know, it, it's how you perceive it, but you will eventually understand...
0: The best student-mentor relationship you could possibly hope to find will be between yourself and the universe.
1: Oh my goodness, yes. <laughs> The universe is the ultimate teacher. How you go about your practice will teach you. My suggestion would be to listen to yourself. Listen to what's around you as far as what signals are coming in and how you interpret that and how you create your own universe from your point of view.
0: Now, going back to the very beginning, if you had to define a single moment that brought you into paganism, what would it be?
1: Oh, my single earth-shattering, life-changing <laughs> shock to the system moment was I was in a, a certain Christian church background when I was younger. And so without you know naming names or without saying anything, really, I, I noticed that there's a large amount of hypocrisy at a young age with certain things that i experienced and i was sick of it i was tired of it and it just didn't feel right internally as soon as i realized that that's when the world opened up that's when the universe to me just started to shine through it was awesome to break free and to feel that i was the captain of my own ship
0: And a lot of our listeners, I'm sure we are in the United States, a lot of our listeners are growing up in religious Christian homes. If you are just now starting your journey, starting your pathway, I do want you to know everyone will have that sudden snap moment. I grew up in a pagan household. My mother was pagan. Her mother was pagan. I was not actively practicing, even though I'd seen it my entire life. Even I had that click moment my mother's Wicca. I'm not Wicca at all. I went further back into my Germanic roots, and that is what I follow. So if you are feeling so lost and so out there because, oh, well, I'm just going against everything that I've been raised, and I'm so new at this, I want to learn, but I'm so scared of asking people, even pagan families have these moments.
1: <laughs> yeah, and... In- in- with that it doesn't matter where your base comes from it doesn't matter where you start out at
0: the important thing is even if the pagan lifestyle doesn't end up being your lifestyle the important thing is
1: just be true to yourself it's just you're
0: you're doing this for you don't do this for anyone else
1: just you. Uh, yeah, absolutely and just and learned from everything around you, you know, it's to gather information, you know. If if you feel more comfortable in groups, then go and definitely seek out like minded groups. If you feel hesitant about that, then practice on your own. There are a lot of resources out there.
0: Oh, and we are so lucky, especially these past couple years. A lot of pop culture as of late, a lot of movies, a lot of streaming services, a lot of shows, a lot of music, even has taken inspiration from pagan roots. And nowadays, it's online covens. You can go on to meetup groups to meet with people who are your specific style of pagan,
1: or practitioner, or mm-hmm. you know, any, any sort of pathway you go on.
0: And I'm using pagan as a extremely, extremely broad term here. I understand that there are especially witches out there who don't believe in any gods. And then there's people out there who believe in many gods, but not the fact that they can do their own magic. And I put these all under the blanket of pagan
1: and that's one thing that you know the terms whatever you fall under whatever you are pagan occultic or occult practitioner norse pagan pagan wicca witch however you associate yourself don't be
0: don't be afraid to reach out because everyone's going to practice differently anyway and they're expecting people to practice differently or not know quite what they're doing at all times it's okay
1: and don't be caught up with the umbrella term
0: <laughs> yeah where
1: it's, you know
0: that's all it is it's just a very umbrella term
1: it's it's your pathway mm-hmm. it's it's what you feel is the way for you we, we might use terms like pagan or occultic hermetic I
0: mean, I mean i've been blessed enough to where this previous year i've met quite a few christians who were witches oh yeah would i define that as pagan absolutely they have pagan traditions based into their faith
1: since all of everything that we know today has obviously came from a previous event otherwise known as history <laughs> it's that just we, so that, mixed yeah so everything is mixed together and one thing spurs another thing yeah absolutely you could be you could be whatever you choose to be in this world and in this life and that's awesome that's perfect because it's true to yourself
0: for instance david has a much more wider viewpoint of his individual practices and things that he does and ceremonies that he does or rituals that he does that can extend all the way from the nordic traditions to the more eastern traditions of taoism
1: buddhism yeah absolutely
0: and here i am germanic Celt, so i focus a lot of on druidry and green witchcraft
1: yeah which is awesome so even between
0: us we will have wildly different perspectives and opinions on things
1: yeah what that does is it adds to the collective knowledge that we all embrace together as one giant community of humanity you know
0: and we can still go to even each other and be like how would you approach this this is what i
1: want to do yeah absolutely in our however you choose to call it rituals or systems of performing actions magic whatever you call it it's your will and intent To create an outcome and to transmute yourself, others around you, or transmute the environment around you to suit your will. Within that, the action of doing that, regardless of what pathway you're on, the knowledge that's gained from doing that adds to the all that we all are a part of. So that being said, absolutely, I touch on buzzword hermetic, her, 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 <laughs> hermeticism, you know. There's, in my opinion, there's no one correct way from my standpoint, and that's just my standpoint what i found is the more knowledge that i gain from branching out and exploring different ideas the stronger and more potent and more flexible and more energetic vibrations i could put into my practice for myself to transmute myself to to grow for me that is what i draw from that's what i hunger for
0: But saying that, since you've been all across the board, has there ever been one single moment, one individual thing that you have experienced, like a common pagan practice or a ritual or a sabbat even, that you are completely against wouldn't do again? Even if it's just you personally?
1: There has been a time or two when trying to contact certain energies, certain vibrational spirits... At the time that I did it, I wasn't prepared myself, I felt. Mm -hmm. Hindsight, right? 2020. (laughs) Um, Looking back, I realized that I wasn't to where I am now, where I feel more comfortable connecting with certain energies and frequencies. Back then, (laughs) yes.
0: You thought you had sworn off something? What was it?
1: Pulling from uh, Lesser Key of Solomon and some other focused forms of energy i wasn't expecting to get an answer and that's usually when you get the answer (laughs) so like i said earlier when you're young and starting out you want the whiz bang shock shock ooh and ah and i did get that (laughs) um so you'll never try to oh no i did I, i i came back to that I realized that having fear going into anything is a bad position to have starting out. Going back into certain practices that I have done, it's just you get used to it. You become saturated with different modes of thinking and different life-changing situations that cause you to grow up, right? And so with that, when you think back to a bad event, you're more prepared to go and see if that... I wouldn't say a bad event. I would say a very startling event. (laughs) A time or two. And when... It's a moment of awakening. In a sense, yeah. When that happened, it was before I, I truly understood what I was getting myself into... And now, going forward, I could do those things with no fear.
0: You think it'll improve the experience?
1: Absolutely. From my standpoint, the biggest hindrance in anything you could do in this life is having fear going into any, anything that you'd like to accomplish or any, anything fear itself is such a potent energy that it can harm you it can harm your practice it can harm others around you it can harm the reality that you're building and that's in front of you and whatever you do the first battle that you must overcome is your own self-doubt and your own self-fear and understand that you are able to do anything that you put your mind to When fear comes into play, it's an obstacle that you don't need. It's an energy and a vibration that feeds off of itself, feeds off more fear, feeds off panic, feeds off disillusion, feeds off your own inability to overcome certain circumstances.
0: I think it's fair to say that anyone who has to experience and or deal with fear on a consistent daily basis, even if it's nothing in the wake of spirituality, it harms them over time especially
1: yeah absolutely for instance i spent a lot of time working in the, the medical field and working around high trauma issues on a hourly basis for quite a quite a long time there's almost like a numbing sensation that comes from constantly being in situations now how you use that is very important Mm -hmm. so if you can take a bad situation and if you can change it transmute it into something that's positive
0: you can put that into your spirituality practices as well
1: absolutely it builds and it gives you more confidence and more confidence You realize that fear is a monster that we all create in this universe from our own perspective. Whatever your fear might be and whatever doesn't need to be in this, whatever pathway you're following, it could just be fear of taking a math test or fear of crossing the road. If you're feeling that fear, then it's a tangible experience that you're being taught a lesson. You're testing yourself. It's a self-taught lesson. And now I'm not saying that all fear is bad. There's certain times when fear comes into play, which is a good thing, you know. That's you why
0: it's like bred into our genetics. Exactly. Hardcore.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, no one wants to run up and hug at jaguars, but like, you know, there's that fear instinct, right? That that the glowing survive, eyes and right? the teeth. Yeah, exactly. But when you are able to overcome that, I think
0: that's going to help your spirituality practice way more than a freaking master of some, whatever
1: will oh yeah no there's being able to understand the difference between yourself as the true teacher and student as opposed to another person being the teacher will change your viewpoint you are powerful you are the best resource you have absolutely it it all comes from your mind trust yourself believe in yourself only good things only good things will come from the knowledge and from conquering the fears that you have and whatever you do just believe in yourself
0: some of the best things to ever happen to my life at the time were completely horrifying and terrifying because they were <laughs> yes. massive changes.
1: Oh my goodness. Yes. Massive. And, and, yeah. And that's one thing that I think everyone confuses too, is this change being something that's negative and and fearful. Yeah. You know, like everything that changes in someone's life causes quote unquote good and bad outcomes, right? Good, neutral or bad. It's how you overcome and greet those coming experiences that change occurs and just like what Eleanor has alluded to some of the greatest changes in my life have occurred in the most chaotic unbelievable circumstances that I never in a thousand years thought I'd ever be in
0: and it's at the point when you're running on pure adrenaline and you worry about it night and day and you think it's just the end of the world i'm sure every listener here could think back to especially for me it was my preteen years when i thought something was just world ending and it turned out it was probably one of the best things that could have happened to me
1: yeah you know and we've all experienced that and we we're all going to experience more of that oh absolutely and don't feel like you're alone in this because every single person nobody nobody has the right answer and nobody has perfection on lockdown
0: and if you're going into paganism because you've felt that shift or that click this may be one of your moments
1: yeah maybe and it may be Just another learning lesson for another life-changing event that occurs later on. I would say believe in yourself and have an open mind.
0: Now that it is the later half of January, on our last episode we discussed our self-care focus of the month being journaling. How would you say you did with that?
1: this last month not so well <laughs> um i i did not journal nearly as much as i have done in the past or would have liked to but hey things happen life gets in the way you know from whatever you choose to do mm-hmm. um but definitely going into february i'm i'm looking forward to uh starting that back up and
0: getting and on the horse there. again
1: yeah i would say so i journal in spurts sometimes absolutely you know it's just like this overwhelming surge of energy to to jot down journal and write and and add to you know your grimoire like add to own personal whatever you like to journal about and other times it's it goes to the wayside with me so <laughs> it's it's up and down sometimes
0: now that it is the 21st of January at the time of recording i think i probably got 10 to 15 honest entries in. It wasn't a daily thing. I'll be honest with you, dear listeners. I do a lot of journaling when I'm stressed, especially. That's how I get my emotions out into the universe so they can dissipate and leave me alone. Oh, yeah. But the issue with that is I am most stressed in my work environment. Because of my type of job. And so I would... I either had some downtime or I could get a break away. I'd go and I'd journal and I'd journal. And unfortunately, a lot of these entries, these 10 to 15 entries, just end. They don't actually have a good conclusion. They don't go anywhere. They just... Last sentence I wrote, done. Forgot completely about it that I even had it out. Went back the next day, wrote the new date.
1: (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's okay it's progress not perfection
1: and see what's great about that is you are opening yourself to the universe and you're venting Mm -hmm. you know in your own personal your negative thoughts or or whatever even if it's positive negative neutral you're just you're venting thoughts to the universe you're putting forth that in and of itself is transmuting energy Mm -hmm. to the greater energy that everyone takes from and uses and transmutes everyone has their own way you know of doing that it doesn't necessarily need to be journaling it can be walking in a park and just thinking in your head and whatever whatever your meditation oh that's a
0: huge one this year
1: well any you know any throughout you know the ages so whatever you do to to center yourself go for it oh it's not gonna be perfect it's not no it never is no that's not the point of it
0: no and who's gonna care who's gonna go through my diary slam it on my desk one day and be like
1: where did this end (laughs) (laughs) nobody's
0: gonna do that
1: (laughs) this isn't the greatest ending ever
0: (laughs) i have to know what happened with kathy sandwich
1: (laughs) you forgot a punctuation
0: (laughs) oh no there was even times i think that i didn't even finish the sentence i was just mid-sentence and something called my attention and i just
1: squirrel yeah yeah just
0: completely and i am completely confident
1: oh yeah well,
0: not yeah. just in that happening but i'm okay with that happening
1: uh, absolutely well, it's, it's life
0: it's beautiful it's chaos
1: one thing i like to do is i like to go to the park and just walk just alone usually but just go to the park just vent my thoughts i have so many oh there's a squirrel or there's something like (laughs) shiny moments and i'm like walking just venting some energy venting like um thoughts of the day you know i lose track of time i'm i'm still walking on what was i even (laughs) and and it turns out it worked out because i vented all that energy out Mm -hmm. right so what I think people need to understand is that just because just because someone tells you you're supposed to feel or sense or see or get a certain type of outcome to what you do is completely wrong. It's your personal interpretation of your pathway of, of what you do. So don't be caught up on anyone telling you that you should feel a certain way in certain things or... For example, this candle should light up when these two go down and, and all this. No, it we- may have happened in the past to someone, but just because it doesn't happen necessarily in that way for you, then that's fine too.
0: And we only give these self-care focus themes for each month. It's just to get some idea. Try some new ones. You always have to... Like, meditation, I still haven't tried. I'm thinking of making it a self-care focus for a month. Because maybe I'll include it, maybe... Or maybe I'll just hate it, and I'll decide it's too quiet, and I got too much stuff to do.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, and... But if you
0: take care of yourself, you're taking care of your spirituality, and you're better suited to combat these terrifying, horrifying moments that you will experience in shifts.
1: (laughs) Throughout... Throughout life. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I would say being able to take in certain negative aspects about life and understanding that it is part of life and taking what energy from the can to learn from or make better, then vent the rest. Mm -hmm. Get it out, put it back into the universe.
0: You don't need it. You're not going to use it.
1: Yeah, let, let the universe recycle it and you'll see it coming back to you in a very positive light.
0: What are you going to focus for February?
1: I want to start painting again quite a bit. I used to paint uh, considerably in the past, just like with my journaling, (laughs) you know on the wave off the wave you know mm-hmm. I'm, it's like i'm a surfer um it's just, the whole flow. You just go with the flow um so yeah there's a i want to paint a little bit more i want to do a little more artistic uh things one thing that i i like to do is i like to make my own uh boards for divination and i like to make my own talismans I'll probably do a talisman for February, depending on the cyclic rate of the planets, how they're aligned, how the moon, how everything is in tune. We'll see where that goes. Just create, 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 create. Figure out something to create, I guess.
0: I will be announcing my self-care focus of the month in our February 4th podcast. I like to make it the first podcast of every month so you guys can join me on my journey, even though that means I might be four days ahead. (coughs) I cheat. It's okay.
1: (laughs) And I will give you an update on whatever art I decide on doing, I guess. I'm
0: so excited to see.
1: Yeah, we'll see what comes of it. We'll post it on the website. Yeah, we could see what comes, see what flows through the energy of life. Probably going to be charcoal. I'm feeling like charcoal. I want
0: that charcoal. is such a, good, such a good medium for this time of year, especially. Just a dead of winter.
1: Yeah, I'm feeling like charcoals. You'll see. You'll see on the website. <laughs> <Hopefully>. <laughs> I'm so excited.
0: So that is all the time we have for this evening. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for giving David such an amazing warm welcome. Thank you for your continued support. Now remember... For questions and comments, please do shoot us an email at pacificcoastpagan at gmail.com. Tweet us at the handle Coast Pagan. Finally, join us on our Facebook page, Pacific Coast Pagan, to participate in events like Mutual Share Monday, Tarot Draw Tuesday, and future planned giveaways. Speaking of, it is Tuesday now. I should get that Tarot Draw Tuesday going. Ooh, maybe something we craft would be in our giveaway on Facebook. Yeah, that's a possibility. Ooh, pop on our Facebook, see what we're trying to throw at you. Yeah. See if it's one of those lovely Squidward self-portraits done in charcoal by David.
1: (laughs) We'll see what happens.
0: (laughs) Thank you for being here. Stay safe out there and love fiercely.